0: No! Nah. I like that, I like that, I like the energy <laughs> What's up nah. everyone?
1: Nah. Welcome back to episode 8 of Spreading the News <laughs> I am your host Chase Carucci and I am joined by Brian
2: Happy Mother's Day everybody, that's what I want to say Recording this Sunday, mom if you're listening, love you, happy Mother's Day to all the moms and the mills out there Danny
0: And we're here with Danny <laughs> Yes, happy Mother's Day like Brian said ha- That's all you got? What else am I going to say? We're about to talk about the Yankees. Let's get into it.
1: Well, I would like to say happy Mother's Day to all the amazing, amazing women out there. There's nobody else that we'd rather do this pod for. Mm -hmm. we do it for you. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Mom, if you're listening to this. You empower me. Mm -hmm. All right, let's
0: do this. (laughs)
2: Let's do it.
1: All right. So, boys, we have a very... um, the last couple of weeks, we've had a lot of very high note episodes, and this week is going to be a little shaky. Um, it's to, It's been a weird week. We uh, ran into a lot of canceled games, and we haven't spoken since before the Blue Jay series, so um, we can just dive right into that. We'll start off with the Blue Jay series, and um, what do we got? If someone wants to take the lead here, what do we got with the Blue Jay series with game one?
0: I could take the lead on that, I guess. But um, Jordan Montgomery, again, a great outing. He has been very solid for us this season. He has a 290, ERA. But of course, he cannot get a W in the win column because we give him no run support. And I know wins and losses for pitchers don't mean anything anymore, for starters at least. But, you know, it's, 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 I'm sure he would want to win in the win column, but the Yankees just decided not to give him run support ever. So... It was a scoreless first three innings for both teams. We both team, both pitchers were pitching. Well, it was Ross stripling for the blue Jays and obviously Montgomery for us. And Glaber Torres got the scoring going with an opposite field home run two run home run scored Donaldson. Love to see that, but the blue Jays answered right back in the bottom of the third to tie it up. Now, what I want to talk about most was that ninth inning. Nobody scored from the fourth inning to the ninth inning for either team. Get up. Um, it was first and second, right? We got first and second for Donaldson and Hicks. Donaldson grounds out. Donaldson gets an unproductive out or there's a runner on second. Donaldson unproductive out to the to the third baseman did not uh, advance him. Then fucking Aaron Hicks again comes up again. this guy always finds himself in a, in a clutch situation and he always finds a way to fuck it up. We're lucky that we have Mr. Clutch batting behind him in Glaber Torres, and he drives the runner in with two outs. But Aaron Hicks, I'm getting sick of seeing him at the plate. I'm getting sick of seeing him in the outfield. And I'm pretty sure every Yankee fan feels the same way. Uh, He is just the opposite of Clutch that we talk about every week, and it's every week with this fucking guy.
1: Wow. A lot to unpack there, Danny. (laughs) Let's save the Aaron Hicks for a little bit later, because I think a lot of us have a lot to say about him. Um, Brian, it looked like you were getting ready to say something. What do you got?
2: Uh, I don't know how I can follow up that really that really hot start by Danny. But starting off with Monty, another good start for Monty, which Danny said no decision, which I am trying to pull up the exact stat, but he has 22 no decisions. Oh, here it is. Jordan Montgomery has 22 no decisions since 2021, the most among MLB starters over that span, which is just another testament to how bad his run support has been since then. Um, that's from New York Yankee Stats on Twitter. I have to give credit because that account is great. But the story of that game was Glaber, I would think, again. Um because, like we said, it's got the scoring going with the homer and then the clutch hit in the ninth, which continued later in the week, which we'll end up talking about. And uh, I'm also going to save the Hicks stuff because I'll rant about Hicks a little later. So, Chase, if you got anything about this game.
0: We're all ready to rant about Hicks. We've had (laughs) enough of this fucking guy. (laughs) Um, I
1: think you guys have covered everything that I wanted to say. Not much more to say other than that, you know, Glaber just continued his clutchness that he's had for pretty much his entire career in that game. With um, he was responsible for all three runs that game. So, um, it was really good to see that. I love seeing Glaber coming into his own here um in this season. Um, not even like we said, we'll talk a little bit more about Glaber later. But um, that's all I got from that series. Just Is again that
0: from that. Series, that whole series, we still have a couple more games. Or if that's
1: what I meant. The game. I'm sorry. Did I but, say the uh, series? Also,
0: something I noticed from that game, like yeah, we didn't score a lot, but we were hitting the ball hard. Uh, like the team was hitting the ball hard. It just found glove. Like Espinal again is just always. It's, he's it's, he's always making a crazy, off balance throw to throw someone out. But
1: the only the only other thing that I have to say about that game is just like you guys were saying with Jordan Montgomery, I'm just tired of not giving him the run support that he deserves because he has still been. Bad. Elite this year for us.
0: He's, he's been great. Awesome.
2: He's been CC's been telling us for years. We have finally seen it. But I'm always I've always thought Monty was really good. I always feel very I'd like Monty,
0: Monty, but I mean, having a two nine ERA and have in six games, six starts, having a two nine ERA and not a win in the win column yet. But <laughs> you think he's frustrated by it yet? You think because it happened today again? You
1: know, yeah. I always I always think about that, and I don't I don't know I don't know if the I don't know as a pitcher. If you're a mentally strong pitcher, like I think Jordan Montgomery is, I don't think you let that get to your head.
0: I mean, I'm not support. saying that, but of course he would. He wants a win, right? of, he co- wants no, to- of
1: course, of course he does. But I don't, I don't think it'll get. Like, I don't think head. he like. I don't think he's like sleepless at night over it. You know.
2: No, I think he just knows he went out there and did his job, and he controls what he can control. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's that, that's that I've got is. So.
1: Exactly. Um, then that brings us into game two of that series.
2: It's the one we were excited
1: about a nine to one victory for the New York Yankees over the Toronto blue Jays, lots of scoring that game, but it didn't come quick though. It took a very long time to get runs on the board against Alec Manoa, who was just dominating us. I think at one point he retired like 12 straight or 11 straight. Um, It was pretty gross. It was a pretty gross first, probably, what was it? Five innings. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. First five innings. Um what do you got? What do you, Danny, what do you got on Alec Manoa? Um, in, or not even Alec Manoa, just whatever. What do you got? What do you got?
0: <laughs> well, that guy, Alec Manoa, we said in the last episode that he just kills us and he continued to kill us in this game. However, top of the six, we're down by one, that Aaron Judge at bat. Aaron Judge had looked ugly against Manoa all game. He was flailing at sliders out of the zone. Alec Manoa got him 0-2. So there you're like, like he's going with the slider, like judge and judge learned he's got him with the slider and both the at-bats prior to that judge takes three sliders in a row, just off the plate, just off the plate. I don't know how he took those pitches, but you know, he wants that fastball. He's not going to let Alec Manoa fool him with the slider. He's waiting for that fastball. So, you know, when he got to three, two, a, sli- a fastball's coming. And sure enough, Alec Manoa leaves a fastball right over the right over the middle of the plate. And judge hits it, hits an absolute bomb. To tie the game at one, just, and
1: then, um, I, I just wanted to say he was looking inside fastball that entire at-bat, at bat, an and once he, Once he finally got it, like you were able to tell, he was looking for the, for the oh, inside yeah. fastball all at bat. And once he finally oh, got yeah. it, he obviously took a hold of it. And not only did it was it a great moment for us as Yankee fans, but it was a great moment for a fan. Yes, as mm. as the ball landed in a Toronto Blue Jays fan's hand, he he caught the ball and then he gave it to a younger fan. Which, and then he started like hysterically crying over it. Um, younger Yankee, um, Yankee fan, a younger yeah. Yankee fan, which was younger really Yankee cool. Fan. Which was really cool to see. Um, and then the next day they met up and Judge gave him this whole thing. Um, that was really cool to see. Yeah. But I, mean, I just wanted to
0: talk about that for a sec. Shows those, hey, they're nice up there, you know. I, I saw are. a Yankee fan. A Yankee fan would have threw the kid on the field with the ball. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, go ahead, Danny.
1: You. Keep going.
0: And the seventh inning was that huge six run outburst. Uh, Mano was already out of the game at that point, but the spark plug of this game, Marwin Gonzalez, mm. he, I don't like, I don't know what got into him that game, but he just decided to, you know, be a beast that game. But again, like we touched on, like we've touched on the past uh, few episodes, the Yankees are scoring without having to hit the long ball. And they capitalized on teams' mistakes. That was the one thing that we always got frustrated with the Yankees. Like teams would make errors, give them walks and give them bases, but they wouldn't capitalize with those runners in scoring position. And that inning, that seventh inning, started with a Boba error that got Stanton on first base. And Donaldson drove him, drove the ball into the gap. Stanton somehow walked home, walked from <laughs> first to home. <laughs> he walked, literally, it looked like he was walking from first to home, somehow scored. Then Marvin Gonzalez doubles again. Um. Then he makes that crazy rundown play in between Which is Hilarious, by the that way. That was crazy. So funny. You guys, if you didn't and see, he, was... he got into a rundown and he deked the tag from Vlad. Which you know, although, although he didn't deke the tag,
2: <laughs> although the tag was firmly <laughs> on his he shoulder, did,
0: he
1: did get tagged <laughs> out. Upon further review, he but did hey, get tagged the, out. We've seen. We Boone should get... have
0: used their challenge. Yep yeah, we've we've seen Boone get hit with that before. You use your challenge too early, and they, they
1: yeah they didn't have they didn't, didn't have a challenge at that point. They already Lost it.
0: And you know. Hicks actually drove in a run that, that inning too, which was, you know, an odd sight to see. That was like two of his 18. Yeah.
2: That was and one then, of the two of his 18 scoring position or whatever.
0: Yeah. 2-18. 2-for-18. We saw that today. 2-for-19 now. Uh, or, or did he walk? No, there? he right. walked. walked was two, for eight, so 2 for 2-for-18, 18. 18, whatever. And then Judge ended the scoring in that inning with another home run, his second home run in two innings. That was just a great inning for the Yankees. It was fun. It was fun to watch. They were Judge home twice mistakes. that game. They were hit- Yes. Yeah, no. Twice in no, 20. he didn't. Oh, I mean double. I meant double. double. I, meant, yeah. I was thinking Stanton home run. Stanton hit a home run. Do- Judge hit a double. Stanton hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Get your facts They're right. Dude. This is business. They're the same you person. A- They're the same person. What an idiot.
1: The <laughs> we mean business here. We can't have those mistakes. <laughs> They're the same person. It doesn't we matter. We actually wanted to announce that we are holding tryouts for a new host here on the show. No. I'm <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> Somebody's
2: getting the boot soon, <laughs>
0: Uh but yeah, no, was... Was judge with the double. That was a nice uh to dead center field. Scored two. And let's then...
1: let's talk about J-Mo in that yeah. game.
0: Awesome. Finally.
2: Thank you, Chase.
0: Let's, Brian, let's I was waiting for J-Mo. Brian. I wasn't gonna touch on JMO because I know Brian has been dying to talk about yeah, him. Yeah, Brian. Jmo's your guy. Let's let's hear it.
2: No, he just shoved for six innings. Again, he, six innings, five hits, one run, four strikeouts. His ERA is down to 2.84 right now, which I've been a huge Jameson Tyone supporter, and I was so happy to see him go into a big game like this against one of the best pitchers in baseball and just do his thing and lead the Yankees to an eventual win. Like I, You guys know I expect this from him now, and as we should. He's been nothing but great all season. So that's all I got on this game because, I, I mean, I just expect it now from him. J-Mo
1: was dominant. He's been dominant all year long. You love to see it um i was not the biggest i I keep saying this every time we talk about him but i was not the biggest jmo supporter but i'm starting to cut top on his bandwagon a little bit um he is really really pitching well this year um i have to wonder if it has something to do with the surgery he got in the offseason yeah um but um he really is turning heads he's turning my head and uh it just goes to show that if the Yankees had a deep playoff run, um, I would be very confident with JMO at the back end of the rotation in, a, say, a game game four,
2: game five. He's a huge back end of the rotation piece. I mean, he's not going to have a sub-three RA by the end of the year. I would I would think he wouldn't because then the Yankees would have three signings on the team. That's crazy. But he's, he's going to be a huge key piece or for the whole rotation. Oh, yeah, Monty here.
1: And about seven MVPs. Don't forget about the MVPs. Yeah.
2: No, but uh, Tyone is going to continue to be really good. He's going to have his bad starts, as they all do. But he's going to be a huge piece for them later in the season.
1: And we'll close out um, game two of that series really quick just by saying that the bullpen, again, in that game, didn't let up a single run following um, Tyone's start. It was a one-run affair for the Toronto Blue Jays, which is obviously a high-powered offense. Um, they haven't been living up to as much expectations offensively as, they, as everyone anticipated them to um, because they're they're really bad with runners in scoring position. Um, I expect it to get better for them. So yeah, they'll but, figure it out. There's a, lot yeah, of good,
0: there's a lot of talent on that team. They'll figure it out. But, but also – Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Danny. One thing that uh, was funny from that game, I know you guys caught it, and around the eighth inning, it flashed to the Yankees' dugout. And Carlos Stanton is sitting on the bench, and Kyle Higashioka looks like, it's, he's, yes. giving him hitting. Yes. Looks like he's giving him hitting tips. And Stanton, you, it's the look on Stanton's face, why is the guy that's hitting 130 giving him <laughs> hitting tips right now? But sure enough, next Stanton at bat, he hits 444 feet, a fucking bomb. Okay, so wait. I guess we could say Higgy is the reason that John Carlos Stanton hit a home run that game. I gotta give a
1: play-by-play like play from the group chat. I have it right here from our from our Yankees group chat. I said I text, "Ain't no way." I just saw Hickey giving Stanton pointers in the dugout. And uh, Danny, you you get you laughed at it. And then I said, "What am I watching right now?" And then it said, "Ain't no effing way." And then Brian says, "I am effing crying." And Danny says, "Look on Stanton's face. He wants
0: to tell him to sit down
1: and shut the fuck up so bad." <laughs>
0: It's just, and why said, the fuck does Higgy think he could give John Giancarlo Stanton hitting pointers? But obviously it worked. It works. <laughs> and then wait, wait.
1: Yeah. And then I go, and then um, I go right after the Stanton's home run, I go, John Carlo, no see post a far. And then, um, um, where, wait, Brian, I think you said something.
2: I said, that's all Higgy right there. Yeah.
1: You <laughs> said that's all. Yeah. There it is. That was, that was hilarious. Yeah. Definitely was, one of my favorite moments of the entire year.
2: <laughs> that game was just fun. Like, we were just having fun that game. Before we got off this game, it's backtracking a little bit, but I just wanted to say how much, uh, like, that judge home run off Manoa was, like, maybe one of my favorite regular season homers yeah. ever. Like, you just see, it was, it was uh, there was two strikes on him. I don't remember if it was 3 2. I want to say it was, three-two.
0: but it was 3 2.
2: It was 3 2. And, like, in a big spot like that, the whole crowd's on their feet because Manoa's pitching sick again. And you just see, as soon as he connects with that, the air is sucked out of that stadium. Yep. yep. And, Judge takes his trout on the bases. Like he watched it for a little bit. He knew, like, and you know, see, like Manoa, it, that was. It was I a can't bomb. Stop thinking about it, I, like and that was awesome.
1: It was a bomb. Yeah. Let's move on. Next game, um, Yankees lose two to one. No offense after offensive outburst and a nine to one win uh, the night before. Um, our only run was from a Gallo home run to center field. The rare Joe
0: Gallo RBI. And if you guys remember on that day at 422, about three hours before first pitch, what did I text it? Text to you guys. Joe
1: Gallo's hitting the home run. I
0: said Lord, Joe Gallo is going yard tonight. And lefty lefty, I knew lefty lefty. I did not care. The first pitch Big Joe saw in that game, he hit a bomb.
2: <laughs> I don't know how you possibly predicted that, but I respect it.
0: <laughs> I, I think the
1: problem with that game was seeing how bad Kikuchi has been all year, and he just completely shut them down.
2: Um, well, um, I mean, sure. I mean they were they were 0 for 8 with run scoring position, which, if we're going to get into today, in the Texas doubleheader, it's, it's been the theme again, but
1: mm-hmm. and also Nestor pitched that day four innings pitched, two earned runs, three strikeouts, and four walks. Run. Four walks for Nestor that day. Um, that was like the story of his of his night because mm-hmm. you know, when if Nestor like he only gave up two earned, but like. I don't want to say he got the job done because he kind of didn't get the job done, but he gave everything he had, which is like what you want from Nestor. And mm-hmm. that's what he's given us all year. So,
0: yeah. I mean, also from that game, Aaron Boone, if there's one good oh, thing, yes. if there's one, like, I know we don't talk highly on Boone much, but if there's one good thing that Aaron Boone does is protect his players. I know it started out in the beginning of his managerial career in some shaky spots that in the middle, like he didn't say anything to umpires but he the umpire was terrible all game after a few bad calls boone gets thrown out and he gets right up in his face there's nothing better than an aaron boone rant that was great to see firing up the team i know it didn't work but we kind of we we battled after that we did show a little fight in it but just you know the blue jays good good bullpen well with uh jordan romano got to us but still love seeing that from boone again
2: i'm glad you brought it up because i want to talk about it too like uh we've seen throughout Judge's career, I think he said something on Yes Network because it's happened today that he's had like 350 plus balls in like below the zone call that strikes against him. And it's something that's frustrated me since he's been up, And I can only imagine how he feels. But to see Boone get out there and get in the guy's face and, you know, we got the lip sync later from John make Boy. Make the saying, adjustment. Yeah, make, make the fucking, fucking adjustment. adjustment. That, was one of the uh, best, he, that was
0: one of the best John Boy breakdowns. That was one of the yeah. best
2: yelling at the umpire like he's six seven and then you could see you never it's rare you see the umpire fired back at a manager to get because yeah. like boone was so under his skin like i loved that from boone yeah. and boone the way he acts is like kind of grown on me a little bit decision wise i don't know about that <laughs> i don't know about
0: that yeah, yet but, but like his attitude that was-, was
2: that was awesome like i we needed to see that from him and i loved it well boone has boone
1: boone boone has said- always had some pretty amazing um rants i mean the um, right. in the box average in the box um there's been a there's been a lot. I, I can't think off the top of my head, but he has had a lot of really good moments.
2: Michael K was saying Michael K said today that he was talking to Boone after that the ejection, and he Boone said he was like sore, <laughs> yelling, <laughs> yeah. and like yeah.
0: no, but um, I believe like, it,
1: dude. He was fuming.
0: I, and I always wonder, like, when the umpire is that bad, what do you like? Do they go back and look? They go back and look at it, obviously. And they he, have to. Like, fuck, dude. I am awful at my job because, like. Aaron Boone, like you see Aaron Boone, he's like, he's six fucking seven. And the umpire goes, it would have been a strike if he was six, eight, which isn't true. Cause it was below the zone on when Aaron judged is six, seven. So you think the umpire goes back and looks at, it and was like, why the fuck did I say that? I'm an idiot. Like this is,
1: he has to, because it's like, at the end of the day, you're getting paid to do your job. And like, if you like a player, like you have to watch film and you have to improve. It's like, you have to watch film as an umpire and you have to improve. Right. That's, that's yeah. what I think.
0: And I know this is a little off topic from the Yankees, but do you guys see the Madison Bumgarner Bum that, that was, was just, that was a disgrace to the game. That was I can't uh, stand that the, guys the guys.
2: Cool. I think it's like about them. Like yeah. they... Like,
0: <sighs> yeah, so if anybody... Quickly, if anybody didn't see that, uh, Bumgarner was mad at a, a strike call that wasn't called a strike at the home plate umpire. So when the first base umpire went to go check his hand, usually it's just a quick check of the hand and walk away. The umpire stood there, massaged his hand, and just stared down Madison Bumgarner. And, and Bumgarner looks up at him and he's like, what the fuck are you looking at? Like, why are you looking at me like that? and the umpire throws him out right away. Like he's trying It's not he's trying to pick a fight with the players. It doesn't make any sense. It's
2: not problem. the first time he's done that. Let's, it's, his name is Dan Bellino. Let's hold yes. him accountable because these guys need to be named. But they showed, there was one, he did the same thing. He like stared down Jose Batista. I don't know what had happened, yeah. but like he's done it on multiple occasions. He ended up apologizing for the Bumgarner incident. But like, why are we still giving these guys, like it's not about you. Like why is not umpire, we shouldn't even know the umpire's names to be honest. Yeah. Like. They're irrelevant. You they make themselves too When relevant. you know an umpire's yeah. name
0: or when you know a ref's name in any sport, it means they're probably bad at the job. Like, yeah. Angel Hernandez is the post- CB Buckner.
2: CB Buckner kills C. B. Buckner. the Yankees.
1: Yeah. Joe West, even though he's retired. Yeah. But Angel Hernandez- Which, by the, the way- Last week in the Phillies game, like- by the way, Joe West actually has an amazing podcast. Um, don't wanna don't wanna plug any anyone else's podcast Fucking here, but podcast. Joe West has a really good podcast where he like pretty much exposes the MLB for like a lot of the issues that they've had, um, over the years. I think that you guys should really go and listen to it. It's very one of them was him.
0: One of those issues was him.
1: True, very true. <laughs> um, but let's get back into the Yankees, boys. Let's not uh, let's not get crazy here. <laughs>
2: yep, yep, yep. Following, yep. go ahead, Brian. I was gonna say we were up to the off day, and then we. Well,
0: I also want to talk about not the Yankees in that off day for a second. If I'm. Allowed. Oh wait, really quick,
1: I want to say in that, um, top of the ninth, Yankees were threatening. Yes.
0: Um, after Boone, like I said, after Boone. Yeah.
1: So it's. I think you can make the argument that Boone did fire the guys, the boys up. Mm-hmm. Um, they were threatening. They didn't come through. Jordan Romano so far has been one of the best closers in the game. Uh, got to give him he credit stole, where credit's he stole due.
0: her the month for Michael King though.
2: Yeah, yeah, he did. He's been
0: pretty good. Yeah, but Michael King's been better. It's just the saves. The only thing Jordan Romano had more than him was saves, but King's not. the gonna. He he's gonna better.
2: have a lot of saves at the end of the year. He's he gonna have it. a lot of saves. What but, were you? Uh,
1: yeah, what were you gonna say, Danny?
0: Uh, well, are we done with this Blue Jay series? Uh,
1: yeah, because now we go into the three days off.
0: Now the scheduled off day. I know we don't want to stray far, far away from the Yankees, but what the New York Mets did on Thursday night coming back down seven to one in the ninth inning and scoring seven runs in the ninth. We got to talk about that a little bit. I mean, why are New we year.
1: talking Mets here? This is New, New York, York <laughs>
0: baseball, dude. We, cause we brought up the Mets a little bit last week and how like, they're not
1: even in our league. Like, <laughs> look, bro. <laughs> I was texting York. you guys when it, while it was going on, it was one of the most miraculous wins I've ever it seen in my entire life. We're
0: electric and the Mets are a good team. And I hate to say it. I hate the Mets, but they're, they're a good team. they, show heart they have heart and they're so we. and it's not gonna stop and that that was crazy coming down coming back down six runs in the ninth inning it just shows and like
1: 25 I'll, pitches by the way
0: yeah it just shows that you know a baseball game is never over you never never hang your heads you play till the final out
2: Girardi might be on his way out in Philly for that oh it's he's done he's done
1: dude he there's no way the Phillies have had expectations for the last like three years and they yeah, haven't even made, made, made the playoffs once
0: bullpen is so bad
2: Evan Roberts, uh, who's WFAN guy, was made a really good point about how they fired Gabe Kapler, who is arguably one of the best managers in baseball right now with the Giants mm-hmm. and leading mm-hmm. them to like the top of that division for what he called like the sure thing in Joe Girardi, which anyone would think, and they have just faltered. But especially with the, the talent they have this year. But I, I say back to the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, Mets
0: good. Mets are good. So Mets are good. Had...
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a
0: good. Let's put that that's, out that's a good. Mets are good. People are still oh. going to hate on them saying they're going to collapse. They won't. They're a good
1: team. I you know I you know I never had that that yeah. mindset about them this year. They're a different team this year. But anyways, I
0: still think they're going to collapse, I do. But no. not with Bucky. Not with Bucky at the helm.
1: Anyways, Yankees baseball boys. <laughs> 3 days off. We had that scheduled off day on Thursday. Friday got rained out. Saturday got rained out. And here we are on Sunday at the time of recording this, the Yankees have played their doubleheader. Um, they won the first game. Um, let's talk about the first game right now.
0: All right. All right. Uh, well, um, one thing back to that off day, Aaron Judge, Anthony Rizzo, and DJ LeMahieu chugging beers at the Rangers oh, game. <laughs> oh, <talk> <laughs> yeah, you know, awesome. I was surprised when none of you guys mentioned that. But, uh, yeah, they were slugging beers at the Rangers game.
1: Dude, they, the game. they are all like, no, Judge and Rizzo, like, are best friends. They are best friends.
0: I didn't think DJ LeMahieu did anything outside of, like, The baseball field (laughs) but he just like kind of lived in the dugout or something
2: knowing dj he
1: probably like sleeps from the ceiling like a fucking bat
2: (laughs) he's yeah that was awesome to see like i I was telling you guys like i love that those three are friends like that generally makes me so happy like like because you see like i mean rizzo is kind of like the fun like outgoing like party guy kind of judge is just like judge is like a cool guy and then dj just like I don't even he's a know fucking
0: weirdo he's a weirdo you,
1: do you guys think that like, the te- when the team sees that the that not the Yankees when the team sees that the three of them were at the Rangers game that night do you think they're like why wasn't I invited <laughs> where, where was Stanton right where was Stanton I know Glaber likes to go to a lot of the game a lot of yeah. basketball games I'm sure he like I'm sure he would be more than willing to go to the hockey games
0: you know Tyler Wade's missing the boys in Los Angeles right now
1: yeah but Los Angeles is absolutely dirty they're, they're insane good. too they had a night
0: they didn't come back today too walk off in walk-off fashion, won that game.
1: Um, but yeah, do you guys think that Do you guys think that some players get butthurt? That, like, they weren't invited? Or do you think it's just, like, a group three? Group I thought of three that about Judge's
0: wedding. When Judge's wedding in the offseason, when you saw, like, Tyler Wade there. and They are very close.
1: They've always been close. Like, think, yeah, think about it Wade this way. Think about it this way, for I example. Boys. So, for the viewers that don't know, the three of us are in a big group chat of, what? Like, eight or nine of us, of our friends?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What if the three of us went to a Yankee game and then we just didn't invite the rest of them? Do you think like, like well, they would obviously mean? react, right?
2: It's a pod Do We know that the rest of them weren't invited. Maybe they did it. Maybe they texted in the group chat and only, only DJ. Was there. Who cares?
0: I mean, we're not the Yankees though. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so let's get into the Texas Rangers series. The two, well, The series isn't over yet. We played two games today. We got the one tomorrow. We were supposed to have an off day tomorrow, but the Rangers game got moved. It was tough. Three days without Yankee baseball was tough. No, it was kind of sad. It was lonely. No Yankees. But today we get in. Garrett Cole is on the mound. And again, he looked like our ace, the ace we've been looking for all season. And we've gotten in the last couple starts and he continued it today. Ten strikeouts, six and a third. And again, uh, after the sixth inning, he had 105 pitches. He convinces Boone to let him stay in. Boone says, all right, Garrett, go back out there. Garrett Cole lets up a home run and ties the game. Little The, bit
1: Cy-, of- the Cy Young campaign for Garrett Cole is back on, by the way.
0: It is. Oh,
2: absolutely. It's
0: but it was back little- on. Although it's still a great start, six and a third, obviously, five hits, only one run, 10 strikeouts. But to beg your way back into the game and to give up the game-tying home run, that stings. You know Garrett Cole is going to – you know, be heard about that for a little while, but still great outing from him. And then spectacular outing, spectacular outing. And then we get, there wasn't much to talk about this game. Besides the pitching was good. The Yankees couldn't hit. Neither team could hit, but Glaber Torres, Mr. Clutch again, leading off the ninth inning with a walk off home run, 369 feet. Home run would have been out in twenty six out of thirty stadiums. Chris Woodward, the Texas <laughs> yeah. Rangers manager after the Chris game, Chris Woodward, Texas Squidward. Rangers after the fucking game, who is notorious for being a little punk bitch.
2: He's so soft.
0: So soft. He says he goes on in an interview and says, "Of course, like oh, he hits it to right field in a little league ballpark. It would be it would be an out in ninety nine percent of stadiums and." Just like, that's the lowest comment you could possibly make. Cause one, they're playing in that stadium too. So why don't you use that short porch, which they did in the second game. They did in the second, they got a short porch home run in the second game. You, but then also maybe check the stats before you go out and say something fucking stupid. Cause it would have been out in 26 ball, ballparks. Like you're a pussy. Like it goes back to, <laughs> it goes back to the Tatis thing. If you, when he hit the grand slam on 3-0, he's like, oh, why are you swinging on 3-0 with the lead? Like What? Like we saw with the Mets again, no lead is safe. You're going to swing on three. 0
1: dude. It's embarrassing. If you're, if you're yeah. out here making those kind of comments against the players, what you're, you're, you're in the wrong league. Like, what are you doing? The, Why are you is doing? He,
0: it just makes me so angry that he's an authority figure for major league baseball. And it seems like he doesn't even know the game. Like it doesn't matter how far a home run goes. A home run is a home run. You're playing in that ballpark too. It's just the lowest comment he could possibly make. It's a soft bitch pussy comment. Excuse my language, but that's what he is. He's a, he's a you're in the wrong
1: business if uh if that's how you're reacting to that kind of moment for a, that kind of a moment for a player. And not only that, but I have to think that the Rangers players are probably like, what the fuck? What? Like this is embarrassing. What what's going on? Yeah. And it's called considering- the Little
0: League Ballpark. He said it happened to go out in a little league ballpark, which it's
1: just And really, immature, really quick.
0: Immature soft. Immature and soft. I know Brian wants to talk a little bit about that too.
1: I just did want to – actually, you know what? Yeah, I'll talk about – I'll say this after. Brian, you go ahead.
2: No, it, like, it made me so mad. Like, I genuinely hate the Texas Rangers now. Uh, they yeah, suck. I like the Rangers. Real- so I don't think, mad. like, we have to worry about them. Like, maybe your shitty 10 and 15 team should use that short porch too, which they ended up doing. And the next game, Eli White hit a wall scraper. Do we complain about that? No. Like, they're on the same field as Danny said. Maybe your fucking shitty pitchers shouldn't give up home runs. Walk labor then. Like, what do you want? What are you supposed to do? Like, <laughs> and again, like you said, do the research. It was It would have been out in over 25 stadiums, 26. And another thing about that is, which came out, which like people are not realizing. I saw Brian Hoke tweeted it and other stuff like that. Woodward ma- uh, interviewed and went through the whole process for the Yankee job when Girardi was let go. Yeah. So I feel like that might be a little – like he's, he's upset about that still. He's buttering. Thank God that we didn't hire him because he's a bitch and I hate him and I wish him the worst in, in his baseball career um, yes. as a manager. And um, yeah, I'm really happy to have Aaron Boone today which is something yes. I something I, I would say.
0: rather have Aaron Boone over Chris Woodward. He is no longer Aaron Boone is no longer the worst manager in baseball. He, Chris Woodward
1: Aaron Boone <sighs> made a mockery today of him after to, yeah. after to, after the night game. Did you guys see what Boone yeah, said? Yeah, he kind of made a
0: joke about it. He kind of made a cuz like he, he was like his math is wrong.
1: Which it was? Because, because it is. Yeah.
0: Cuz Chris Woodward said it would be a ho- it would be an easy out in 99% of ballparks. There's 30 ballparks and you can't get 99% out of 30 with mm-hmm. 29. So Boone kind of just made a joke out of it. Guys, I wanted to talk about um Glaber.
1: I know you guys talked about him a little bit. Today was his seventh career walk-off hit, which is the most of any player, any uh yeah, any player since his rookie season in 2018. He is clutch. He's the clutchest player in the league.
0: Oh, he is. There's nobody more
1: clutch. I mean, look, when, when it really boils down to it, I would actually really like to see what his clutch numbers are in clutch situations because I would imagine they're probably not the best in the league, but it's probably pretty.
2: I I think they actually might be. I'd imagine it's
1: probably pretty close to it. And even tonight in tonight's game, when uh, I'll get into that later, but um, Glaber, man, it's just, he is, he's
0: clutch. He's clutch. Clutch. If nothing else, and he's playing a good second base on defense too. I mean, he makes it look easy out there, man.
1: Simple, easy throws. By the way, um, um, shout out to Dan Rourke. Dan, if you are listening, you are the man. Um, we've been interacting with you on Twitter a lot over these last few days. Um, we we really admire what you do um, in the Yankee world. But we were interacting with Dan on, about on Twitter about Glaber, um, about his uh, about his uh, gosh, I can't speak. We were interacting with Dan on Twitter about Glaber's um, future Gold Glove that might be might be in the in the range. The horizon. <laughs> what was what was the uh, what was what was the number that he said for Glaber's yeah, I think he has a defensive, good defensive metrics? Run
2: saved metric. Yeah. He oh, has he like leads. Post- he leads all second leads baseman.
1: Second That's base. what it was yeah. in defensive yeah. run saved. Glaber has really really impressed me this year. I he's really impressed me.
0: Yes, but I mean, one thing you did say in the beginning, how Glaber has been coming into his own this season. You like to see that. I'm kind of gonna discredit that a little bit. He hasn't had, you know. A great start to the season um, he's been, been clutch <laughs> he hasn't, i'm good like he hasn't like I'm a, i like labor whatever he is hitting 228 710 ops i mean he hasn't oh. a great, he's been clutch he's come up in clutch moments he's been better as of late but even in his last seven games like you know he's been all right what's his he's, last seven i wouldn't say coming into his own
1: what's his last seven
0: He's hitting 261, two homers, five RBI. Like It's just clutch. Like, he's clutch. He's been clutch in clutch situations. But really, the I mean, whole two, rest of the game, he hasn't been.
1: That's pretty solid for Glaber, is it not? Yeah,
0: it's solid. In mean, his last seven. But I wouldn't yeah, say. For what he was last, year he's, playing, it, I, he was last game, year,
1: he's playing really well. Over the he's last week. better than he was last year. Over, over the last, the last week. week, yes. Over the last week. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, like, there's a lot more weeks to go. No, I know. But I'm saying he's looking a lot better.
0: Yes. And like a 280 on base percentage you want to see higher too in the last seven. That's what he's got. But
1: he's clutch. That's all that's nobody Bunch can nobody tracker. can disagree Bunch with
0: that. Clutch is a factor.
1: So better have 125 clutch and then move the show on the next roster update. That's all I gotta say.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Um where were we, boys? We were talking
2: double header. We can get into the like, walk-off. spicing it up with the gritty coming home.
0: Yes, Danny. Danny was saying that he Gritty's better than Glaber no, 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 no. So right now he's gonna
1: debut his gritty
0: for the. We're not, not gonna games. debut my gritty right now. Oh, can please, like please, of- come on. Please, I can't. It's like it's, I can't even. Here it is. Here it is. Yes. Like hey. <laughs> and then he jumps <laughs> into the crowd. Jumps into the crowd. Walk-off win. Let's go, Yanks. Gritty Glaber, man, is on the horizon. Gritty Glaber. Love to see that from him. You know he loves his teammates. You know his teammates loves love him. Love seeing that. He's a spark. He is a spark in clutch moments.
1: And now to talk about the down mood, boys. Yeah, now my, now I mean, my, and also now, I now, and now my day is ruined. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. But also in that first game, our offense really wasn't there. We got we kind of got distracted by Glaber's walk off home run, but you know, we couldn't really hit.
2: The offense wasn't really here all day, yeah, to be honest.
0: I know, and then leading into the second game, like four runs combined in these two games against this pitching staff, a Texas Ranger pitching staff that's not good. Isn't good. Like we
1: shouldn't be only scoring four runs, we should yeah. be scoring more. But once again, Jordan Montgomery got no run support today. He got a two-run homer from Stanton in uh what was that? What inning was that? Third second, inning. Third, third inning? inning. Mm-hmm. It's just like when do we
2: give Monty what he deserves? Yeah, I feel I do feel for him a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, but like, um, I'm trying
0: to pull up the game really quick here, but I keep clicking on the wrong doubleheader right. game. So the thing, like when Monty came out, he had six innings and he left a runner on second base. And Michael King came in, who has been automatic King. The guy gets to third on a ground ball. While pitch scores that runner, then Brad Miller hits an absolute bomb into the bullpen off Michael King, something we haven't seen. So King comes in, gives in two, gives up two runs and gives up the lead. It was honestly, we forgive King right away. He just kind of, honestly, it might've been a little good for King because, you know, he proved that he was human over his last outings. He kind of like, you know, was second guessing if he was even human because, you know, nobody could hit him and he wasn't giving up any runs. So it was bound to happen. Everybody's going to give up runs. We forgive Michael King, whatever. But it's just a tough loss to not score any runs. I want to build on
1: that a little bit because I saw people on Twitter talking shit about Mike King after that happened. And I'm just like, how do you talk shit about Mike King? He's a human per- He's a human being. You can't expect him to be, per- to be perfect every single time he goes out there.
0: I know. He was spoiling Yankee fans because every outing he came in was just perfect. He wouldn't give up base runners. He wouldn't give up hits. He wouldn't give up runs.
1: He truly has been amazing this nothing short of amazing this year. Um today was his first blemish. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully it's not this won't become the norm, but I'm not less uh I'm not worried about him. Not worried about him. Can't be worried about him.
2: The thing that hurts about this game really like if I I don't have a crazy in-depth, but it just hurts so much after the Woodward thing. I wanted to kill them. I wanted to, like, yeah. stomp on their necks mm-hmm. and just, like, blow them out and sweep. But now, obviously, the best we could do is win the series. Um, that's really all. Like, that's really like I can say about this game. The offense didn't show up again. I mean. Are you worried about the offense? Well.
1: We know we, we know they go through these spurts like this
0: where. Not yet. It's too early. It's after two games, it's too early. Like Maven was saying on the broadcast how like, yeah, you don't want to use any excuses, but having three days off after, you know, a big series win, whatever, having three days off whenever is always tough to rebound from, you know, they, they haven't played in four days. So we'll see tomorrow and we'll see this upcoming week. And then we can panic, but.
2: He even said, like, when you're hot like this and the team's hot, you don't you don't want the days Like, you don't want the days off. You want to just get up there and hit. And, which, um,
0: which, what is it? We have 22 games in the next 23 days or 21 in the next 22. You want to be yeah. hot in those games. You want to be hot because, <laughs> like, like you said, you want to play when you're hot. So
1: let's be hot. I think it's possible that we might start saying in a week from now that those three days off killed us. I don't yeah. want to jump the gun yet, but they really did not look good today. In both you games. Can't use
0: it as an excuse for like a whole week. Like, okay, you give them the benefit of the doubt today, but tomorrow and this whole week they have to pick it up. No, but then, like three days off is like significant. Like whether you like, like whether you like it or not, it is. Yeah, I like, know, but good baseball teams rebound from that, and they
1: you don't you don't have a break like that until the All Star break. Yeah, like they kept bringing that up on the Yes Network today. So like
0: they were in the cages. They were they were in the they were studying scouting reports. They were all at the stadium, but you know, obviously, it's not the same as actually playing like, a game. Also, Hicks is not clutch in this game, too. Again, runners in scoring position, I think, twice today. Was that it? He had it twice. Tight. He walked, though, for once. He same. walked one of them, and then he got out the other time. But um, yeah, He the struck other time, out on that awful yeah, swing on that he curve. Struck out.
1: It's, just, it's gross. It's really gross. Aaron Hicks. Um, I really hope that they – I'm not – we'll, we'll get into Aaron Hicks in a little bit.
0: But he also – he has a high on base percentage, so he gets on base. He gets on base, he works counts, but that's really all he's good for. I want. I honestly, in that clutch situation where he struck out, I wanted to see them pinch hit Gallo. I know they did in the ninth. They pinch hit Gallo in the ninth for Marwin Gonzalez, and it didn't work out. Gallo missed three pitches right down the middle, but still, anybody but hit and,
1: him. And even like with how good Judge has been this year, he he didn't come up in that big situation in the, oh. in the seventh. Um, with uh, was it bases loaded?
0: Yeah, he had bases, yeah, loaded. bases
1: loaded, two outs, and. Um, He didn't come through. Can't expect him to come through every time, but there you have to come through. Mm
0: -hmm. And even in the first game, he had first and third too in a tie game and he didn't come through.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a depressing two games. As Brian said, I really wanted to hammer them in the second game after what happened in the post game of game one, but can't, you can't dwell on it. You got to move on. Um, Which if uh, you guys have anything to say about that, we have another game tomorrow. Nasty Nestor on the bump against John Gray, who's been putrid this year, by the way, with a yep, 7.50 ERA. So let's kill him he was, tomorrow.
0: He was the Rangers' big pitching signing in the offseason. Like, nice, that's worked out for you. Great. Yeah, and
2: Simeon and Seager aren't good. <laughs> Seager's been okay, but Simeon sucks. Simeon sucks. Hopefully, hopefully with
1: um Nestor being back home, he can kind of get more comfortable and um build off of his last two starts that were just, you know, mediocre. Mm-hmm. um And bring back to Nasty Nestor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Not necessarily.
1: Yes. Let's go. Need everyone to get going. Uh, that game is at one Oh five tomorrow. So listen, listen, uh, this comes out at noon. So maybe, who knows, maybe some people will be listening to this as they're watching the game. You never know. Maybe, maybe, I doubt doubt it, but, um, guys let's, let's do our segment Yankee Mm -hmm. of the week. Number two. Um,
2: who wants to, who wants to go first here? I'll tell Brian, you.
0: would you look?
2: Love- yep. Yeah. Um, so mine is going to be Glaber Torres, who is. Hey, hey. Yeah, and I'm excited to be able to say that because, as listeners probably know, that I, Glaber has been one of the people I've been the hardest on, um, just because he's had some crazy expectations and has not really fully delivered. He had, but now he's looking really good this week. And the reason I have him is because, like we said, well, he started off that Toronto
1: I think we may have just lost Uh-oh. Brian.
2: Uh-oh. Brian is frozen right now. Um, <laughs>
1: right. Technical difficulties. First time here on STN. And he looks confident. Heck. Oh, there he is.
2: Beat oh, out. my God. Did you guys not hear any of that? No, you <laughs> went frozen. That. That, was brutal. that was brutal. I was going for a while. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no Total worries. Recap.
1: There's no worries. Oh, can we cut it out and go back? <laughs> Uh, no, let's leave it because I thought no, it was pretty no, funny. No, little
2: recap. I mean, recap. I, had no idea guys, I had no idea what you guys said, so when I listened back, me and Danny
0: got... were just like, "Ooh, looks like we." As <laughs> <No."> <laughs> All right, so Brian's Yankee of the week, Glaber Torres. Get into it, Brian. Um,
2: yes, I. His he started off Monday with the the home run, then the game winning RBI it's later in that game. Today the walk off. So I've been historically pretty hard on Glaber, but I was really proud of him this week, um, especially getting those clutch hits, which I've now come to expect from him. Honestly, it's almost like. The first eight innings, Glaber's like, eh. But then bottom of the ninth, I love seeing Glaber up. So, like, I just want to see more of that from him. And it's about two, – two, for Glaber, it's about confidence and bounce. And I think he's confident right now because I think you saw in the second game after the walk-off homer when he hit that one to the wall. Like, you see him kind of laughing in the dugout. And he's like, ah, like, I just missed that. Like, you don't really see that from Glaber when he makes outs when he's not confident. You see him, like, in a dugout looking all dejected. So, mm-hmm. seeing that was nice for him. And we see him take some terrible swings, like, really off bounce swings sometimes. But then when – like his good swings are really good swings, so we just got to be consistent with that. So, I was, I love to see it from Glaber this week, and um, I got to see more, but again, like this is a good sign for Glaber. His swings look much better, and he's playing great in the field, so love it from Glaber.
1: Can't really say much more than that about Glaber, pretty much hit the nail Mr. on the head.
0: Clutch. He is Mr. Clutch, Danny, your Yankee of the week. All right, so I wanted to go Marwin Gonzalez, but he really won that. I had that one game in the Blue Jays series where he had two doubles. I'm gonna go a combine. Yankee of the week between two bullpen arms. You know, nothing gets me riled up more than a good bullpen outing. So I'm going to no, go with Miguel Castro and Clay Holmes. I, You guys know I am the biggest Clay Ooh. Holmes guy. You guys know I'm the biggest Clay Holmes guy. He might be my favorite Yankee. I love him. I was the first one to say last year when we traded for him, like, you guys, you guys included. You guys were all shitting on him, saying this guy sucks. And I was like, nah, this guy has dirty stuff. He's going to be good for us. And sure enough, he was. But anyway, in that Blue Jays series, um, Miguel Castro and Clay Holmes pitched the 7th and 8th innings, and Miguel Castro, no runs. Um, Clay Holmes did come in and save him a little bit after a walk and a hit, but then Clay Holmes went one and a third, no runs. The next day, Miguel Castro comes out again, and the reason I'm kind of highlighting him is because he was someone we traded for in a random trade, and we talked about that a lot on this podcast. He comes in another – scoreless outing he has a one point eight ERA now on the season clay holmes uh, his next outing was the third game of the series in the eighth inning he keeps it at two, two one ball game when you're coming in the eighth inning in a one run ball game your team is losing that's all you're trying to do is keep it one runs so your team has a better chance in the ninth inning today again what does he do clay holmes comes in what does he do again holds the opposing team to no runs <laughs> as he does He does what he does. Clay Holmes gave up the first run for the Yankees bullpen this season in the first game against the Red Sox. He has thrown scoreless since then. He has not let up a run since the first game of the season. He has a .64 ERA. He is awesome. I love him. Those are my Yankees of the week.
1: I, uh, really quick, to build on that, I was saying today to my brother, I think Clay Holmes is actually one of the best relievers in the entire MLB. He might be. And he, um... He he got into a little bit of trouble today. Um, he couldn't really find the zone, but he got out of it, like you said, Danny. Was.
0: Good pitchers um, find a way to get out of
1: good it. Good pitchers find a way, and it just goes to show. I think he is one of the best relievers in the MLB. One of the most reliable guys, and I think he has probably one of the top filthiest sinkers in the league.
0: Yep, he got so. another. He got another win today. He has two saves in the season. His the first two of his career. No, well, I've loved what I've seen from him since we traded for him In a move that we were confused about last season But He's been great Brian Cashman, baby We talked some shit about him But he has made good moves too And that's one of them
1: I've always I've always said he's really good at finding diamonds for the bullpen There's yeah. really mm-hmm. I, Like you can question some a lot of his moves But you can't really question his bullpen
2: moves Because he always does a good job of finding good bullpen guys And also Matt Blake Give him some credit too I think it has a lot to do with, honestly, and we never give them credit. Nobody does. But, like, the analytics department definitely knows what they're doing with the bullpen because they're picking up guys like Clay Holmes with, like, a 6 ERA last year, and he's dominant for us. Like, they see stuff, and they know Blake can work with it, and it's worked out very well for them.
0: That was the same when we traded for Joeli last season. We're like, why are we trading for him? He has almost a 5 ERA, and he comes (laughs) to us, and he has a 280 ERA the rest of the season. Same thing with Miguel Castro. I mean – Mikel Castro had a solid season last year, but he's been notoriously inconsistent and he has a 1.8 ERA this year. Yep. My Yankee of the week. Uh Uh-oh. We never Uh said it had to be a
1: good one, boys. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. We never said the Yankee of the week had to be a good one. And I think everyone might know where I'm going with this. Aaron, Mr. Potato Head, Bald Hicks. (laughs) Mr. Potato Head. Aaron Hicks. Look, in the beginning of the year, I was sticking up for him. I was there for him. I'm like, Hicks, he's a beast. Hicks is our best hitter right now. He's elite. Um, because he was through like the first two or three series of the, of the year. He was our definitely our best hitter. And now I don't even know if he belongs on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, over his last seven days, 14 at-bats, two hits. Three walks, seven strikeouts. He is brutal. And and I don't think I need to talk about the runners in scoring position issue that he's had because um, we talked about it, touched on it a little bit earlier. But if I were to talk about it a little more, I guess I will because I have nothing else to say really. But he is like the worst player on the team. And I would say maybe even in the major leagues at um in runners in scoring <laughs> position spots because – I forget what the exact number was, but I think it was um like one for like eighteen. It's two for eighteen now. Two for eighteen. Two for eighteen. Oh. Damn, that was a good guess. One for eighteen. Five strikeouts. For... Thank you, Brian. I appreciate you uh having my back there. Of course. But boys, he is he is he is lost soul right now. Um, I think the Yankees need to be on the trade block this and this uh season. Hopefully, I maybe even. Like I was trying to think of cook up some guys for like when I was thinking for tonight's podcast, like of who we could trade for or target. I couldn't even think of anyone. Um, one of the names that came up in my head was Ian Hap. Um, but I don't know how he's doing this year. So I know he's had success in the past, but Hicks has just been has just been brutal. And I even see some people saying that they want to bring Gardner back and get rid of he Hicks. Ian has been solid. What'd you say? Ian has been solid, but yeah, keep going on Gardner. Um, I saw some people saying they want to bring Gardner back and get rid of Hicks. It's, it's not looking good for Hicks. Um, it's embarrassing. And he's honestly costing us a lot of games. And like even today, he cost us – I shouldn't even say he's costing us a lot of games because we're playing really well. But he cost us um, – He tries to. In a lot of moments. Like, it's it's just – I always say to you guys, he's swinging at 700%. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to su- swing at 700% every single time. You're that's play. not who you are when you're not a home run hitter like Hicks is supposed to be like a good eye uh contact oriented guy who will get on base and he's just he just hasn't done it and I'm fed
0: up with it and I'm ready to move on. About he had 27 home runs in a juice baseball season and he thinks that's he thinks he's a power hitter now. But uh see some good about Hicks on this season he has a 3.95 on base percentage. That is great. That is a very good very good on base percentage. His slugging percentage though is 2.94. Mm. In the last 15 games for Aaron Hicks, he is hitting 229. His slugging percentage is 229 So that means he hasn't had any extra base hits. He does not hit for extra bases. He does not hit for clutch. He does not hit for power. What's his OPS over that stretch? Uh, Well, it would be – I have to do math because it doesn't Sorry, say – Sorry, I didn't mean to put
1: you on the spot. 616.
0: 616. And yeah, that's dude, with, when you have a 387 on base percentage, you're expecting that OPS to be good, to be – at least in like, at least 750 you're expecting, which is around the MLB average is 750. Sometimes it dips a little bit lower, but when you're having a 380, 87 on base percentage, 395 on the year, you think like, oh, his OPS is probably high. He's probably doing really good. Like, but no, he's not, he's not, he works, walks, Cameron Maben. I've been growing to like Cameron Maben uh, like a lot. I've been no, like, I kind of like him in the booth now, but the one thing I cannot stand he is just sucking off Aaron Hicks way too much, way too much. He literally, every time Hicks does something, he's like, oh, this is why Aaron Hicks is so good for this Yankees team. He gets on first base, he steals second, which everybody's been stealing bases on the Texas Rangers. It's not that hard to do. And Maven's like, yeah, this is what Hicks does best. He steals bases and he, that's how he helps the Yankees best. Even though we saw last time he stole a base, he got thrown out and then Aaron Judge hit a home run the next pitch to make it a solo shot. Just Cameron Mabin, stop riding Aaron Hicks. He's not good, and he won't be good.
2: I don't think there's any Yankee that frustrates me more. Like, yeah. especially, like, we could talk about the offense that we want. All he's good for is walking. That's literally all he does. And because he, like we said, he doesn't hit for power. He doesn't, like, his numbers, if you look at them right now, are not that bad. But he can, he's inept when guys, it's not even running scoring position. It's just when guys are on base, I feel like. it's like, there's no stats for that. But I feel like even when there's just guys on first, it's a double play. Like, Every time, and then but the running scoring position stats are awful. And I, Yankee fans are, as a whole are fed up because I just it's really funny. I just like search his name on Twitter, just see it would come up, and it's like the top three tweets are so funny. It's they're the first two are from Barstool Hub. and it's Aaron Hicks leading off for this team is a crime against humanity. My <laughs> god, Aaron Hicks, get a fucking clue, dude! And then it's playoff Tanaka Gabe, who Aaron Hicks becomes when he sees running scoring position. It's a picture of Jay J Bruce there, <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, so, Brucey. So, uh,
2: yeah, no, he's brutal. I hate everything about him on the baseball field. He jogs to the balls in the outfield, not even a good fielder anymore. I'm, I'm done. I
1: That's- was just going to touch on that too. We don't even talk about his defense because he doesn't do anything on defense anymore. He jogs to the balls. He lets them drop in front of him. There are plays that he can catch and he just lets them drop. Uh, uh, what are we doing? I'm done. I'm so also done.
0: in the, for one of those blue Jays games, it was the second game of that series. I wanted to talk about, um, Actually, yeah, it was, the sec- it was the second game of that series. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hits a single to center field. Aaron Hicks is jogging to the ball, walking yes, to the ball. Stretch it to a Vladimir double. Guerrero stretches it into a double. That's yep. not like Tyler Wade, to bring up my boy Tyler Wade, running. That's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He doesn't- he's not the fleetest of foot. He doesn't have many – he doesn't have much wheels. But somehow Aaron Hicks decides – Fleetest of foot. Fleetest of foot, you like that? But somehow Aaron Hicks <laughs> – allows him to stretch a single into a double which then it's just horrific
1: it is horrific and i think it's time to move on i think hicksy's time is coming no, to a close
0: we signed him for seven years not too long ago so i
1: don't want to talk that's, about that's like what four years ago already you now?
0: It's like three years ago
1: um but still i have whoa. one more thing to say about hicks oh yeah not even to mention the fact that today they were leading him off in both games what the hell was that about? Yeah. In a game that DJ played in game one, DJ hit fifth in the order and they let off Hicks.
2: What was that about? I don't know. I, I don't even know. I'm done with Hicks. <laughs> <done with> <laughs>
0: like, we both, we, like, I don't know what you expect us to say to that. Like, we don't know what they see in Hicks. We Well, uh, no, again, it's the on-base percentage. It's that he has such a high on-base percentage. But the thing is, he's not going to be leading off every inning. Like, he, he wants to be the table setter for judge and whatever. But it's just... He can't do anything else. Like, that's all he does is work counts, which is great. But, like, maybe maybe he's a nine-hitter. That's what a nine-hitter is supposed to do when you can't hit.
1: It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I'm – I've said it a hundred times, but I'm ready to move on, bro. I'm ready to move on from Hixie. And it sucks because at one point he really was – he really was, like – at one point he was a top five center fielder in the, in the MLB. In twenty what eighteen twenty
0: nineteen juice ball year mean, twenty eighteen the juice ball year like I said he had twenty seven home runs and now he's he laying
1: thinks- out for balls robbing home runs. Well, <laughs> the the, the, his the arm famous insane. Aaron Hicks
0: game, the Minnesota against the Minnesota Twins when he hit the go ahead home run in the ninth, he made the crazy diving play in the NX extra innings save it, but yeah, I'm looking at his numbers right now. 2018, when when he hit 248, uh, 833 OPS, which is what we care most about, 27 home runs, 79 RBIs, that he was really good for us. He was 22nd in the MVP voting for that year, but those days are gone. Those days are gone. They, they really were never, like I'm honestly kind of a fluke. Too. Honestly, I'd rather give I'd rather give Steve a
1: chance in center field. Give Steve a chance. And oh, for those oh. who don't know, Steve, we're talking Estevan Florial. <laughs> but I'd rather give Steve looks like. I mean, he didn't do anything, but he he put some good swings on the ball today.
2: At the, at the very least, he's he's
1: more of a fleetest of foot. He's the, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He is, uh,
0: <laughs> he is the fleetest of foot. Who? Oh. Steve. Oh, Steve. I thought we were, yeah. You know, he's not the, fle- I mean, nah, he's not. <laughs> no, McCastro he's not to say though. he's not the
1: fleetest of foot. Tim Agastro is more fleeter of foot. Oh, Timmy Lowe went on the IL
0: today. Yeah, that was rough. That's tough. That's tough late in that game we could have used him as a pinch runner. Yeah, we didn't have that today.
1: Mm-hmm. Timmy Lowe's be recovery, my man.
2: Guys, I'm just looking up 2021, I, obviously cuz he played more last year. Steve sprints read 93rd percentile. He is. He's fast. He's very fast. That's, That's fast. what I'm
1: saying. Why not? And he's he he has the glove, right? So like if the hitting's not going to be there, he's a good he's a good fielder. Um I think he'll provide more than Hicks in the field. Won uh, he won't do better at the plate than Hicks, but At least that's. No, give him a chance. I mean, he was one of our top prospects at one point, but they're not. Regardless, they're not even going to give him a chance over here. Another,
0: another victim of the prospect hugging. Another. We could have (sighs) got a lot for him one day at at some at one point in life, but you know we decided to hold on to him, and now he is not uh, that anymore.
1: Aaron Hicks, get your shit together. And the Yankee offense, get your shit together, by the way, because what you did today was putrid. Yep. We need y'all boys to show out tomorrow against Texas, and then we need y'all boys to show out against Toronto for a two game set. Two game set. Another big two game set. Um, we were talking before we started; they're playing Kikuchi and Barrios, so need it, need yeah. it bad, guys. That's that's uh, that's all I got today. Unless if you want to touch yeah. on anything else before we sign off.
0: No, I think we got it. Let's, I mean, bounce back tomorrow. Let's crush up on a bad team. And let's go into Toronto. Let's go against Toronto and then into Chicago. Hot.
1: Brian, any final words? Uh, see everybody. Have a good one. Fuck Chris Woodward. Let's go Yankees. Fuck oh,
0: Chris Woodward. <laughs>
1: Everyone, thank you for listening. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at official Pod and on Instagram at Spread of the News. We appreciate the support. Um, we, are, we are doing a lot better on our Twitter and we still need to work on our Instagram, but we are doing a lot better on Twitter. So make sure to follow us there. Um, thank you all for listening and we will see you hopefully on a high note next week.